Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. We are joined today by a very special guest representing ACCW, representing the line. Here to talk about ACCW presents the Level Up CAC Saturday, November 4th. I give you Hold the Line, Harry. Hold the Line, Harry. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Great to be on again and give you, uh, you know, give you the rundown on this awesome CAC that we are very much looking forward to. All right. If you're interested in going to this Create a Competitor Tournament November 4th, you can purchase your tickets, supershowthegame.com, shop section, in-person and online events, events, and then it's right there, $30 for this event. Mr. Hold on, Harry, would you please run down the schedule for the Level Up CAC? Absolutely. Thanks, Michael. So um, Level Up, it's a, it's a new store. It's not going to be at TFD. TFD was, was bought by Level Up Games. Um, and then we actually moved our ACCW meetups to the much larger Level Up store in, in Duluth, Georgia. Um, still a similar distance away from downtown Atlanta. Um, just in a slightly different direction. But it is an amazing store. Um, it is enormous. Um, lots of other products there as well. Uh, but the doors are going to open at 10 a.m. on Saturday, the 4th of November, uh, with the actual CAC starting promptly at 11 a.m. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have to keep to some fairly strict uh, timelines because we have a lot going on. We have six rounds of Swiss. We have the top cut. We currently have seven booked matches uh, on the card. Uh, we have the amazing Sunny Days joining us in the middle of the show as well for a meet and greet. We have him for a couple of hours uh, over a sort of a lunchtime. Um, but yeah, one of the great things about this CAC with the Swiss rounds is that we have timed Swiss rounds. So everyone knows that each round is going to be 45 minutes. It has a, uh, sorry, 40 minutes. Uh, it has a prompt start time and uh, a prompt bell. And when that bell goes, the, uh, the match will go into sudden death. Um, <clears throat> so sudden death is something where, and I think I advertised this on the Facebook group, um, the, the turn after the, the sudden death bell goes, um, all stops are blank, all gimmicks are blank, and the crowd meter immediately becomes crowd meter five. Um, 40 minutes is certainly long enough for a singles game of Super Show, um, and I think when we used this rule last year, there was one match across, I don't know, we had six rounds of Swiss and at least 16 matches around. I don't know what the math is there, but only one match went to sudden death out of over 100 matches. So um, play quick and you'll be fine. Otherwise, it's going to be the luck of the dice. Yep, players will certainly have to keep that in mind when they're playing in this tournament, that there is a strict time limit in the Swiss rounds. Mm -hmm. Six Swiss mm -hmm. rounds. Then you're going to have a top cut, right? Yep, it's going to cut to a top 16. And uh, this is where in the past I always focus on that top cut to be the stipulations that will 
really push the players in terms of their deck build and, and maybe affect their character selection. Because one of the other things about the ACCWCAC that we're sticking with from last year is that there are no booked competitors. Now, of course, any erratas or any changes from sort of 2020 vision, those sorts of things, those will all be in effect. But in terms of, of legal to play competitors, you can bring whoever you like. Um, there is going to be diversity into that top cut, into that top cut of 16 as well, which means for, for newer players, if you don't know what that is, if, for example, two players bring the very powerful snake pit um, and they both go five and one, they win five and they lose one, only the one of those snake pits with the best record will will actually advance to the top cut. Um, and we will be using uh, Challenge's strength of schedule to decide those, those tiebreakers if a strength of schedule um, is required for placings. So 2020 vision is in effect, but otherwise, and erratas are in effect, but otherwise, any competitors open. I could even bring somebody like... Uh, the original general manager, John Clace, and that would be okay? Yes, you can, and I'm glad you mentioned that. As might has been seen in, in, other, um, in other tournaments, and certainly in online tournaments, original GM Clace is legal. Uh, the only thing is that he essentially has a, a blank gimmick in Top Cut because the stipulations of the tournament will override uh, the original GM Clace's ability to choose a stipulation. Um, but in Swiss rounds, and uh, I don't have his character card in front of me, I believe the original GM Calais can essentially, at the beginning of the match, make the match a submission match, uh, uh, a psycho rules match. I think it's Steel Cage I, and Ring of Fire, the other two. I don't think he can make it a Ring of Fire. You don't think he can make it Ring of Fire? No. I don't recall. Anyway, there we go. No one really uses him that much anymore, but yes. Well, because he's so, he's so frowned upon, so many people take away his gimmick. And so, yeah, he doesn't get as much play as I think he should. Mm -hmm. but... I think the new GM Calais is, is, is very powerful with his bars and his shots. The party animal, yeah. John Calais. Yeah, he's, um, gotten, he's gotten some helpers as, as of late, too. Some new yeah. finishes. But, uh, yeah, but all of those characters are legal. Um, and like I said, there will be diversity into top cut. So, you know, even if there's two super hombres, and I know newer players like to use super hombre, they like to use snake pit. Um, they are legal. You can use the original versions of those. You're not going to be limited to the to the rookie cards, to the newer cards of those that came out in the uh, in the Kickstarter. Um, it is just that only one of each character um, will will advance to top cut, will advance to diversity. And um, I'll be using the same diversity rules that they used in in Faction Wars. So, for example, if two players are using Brian Cage, one is using the Brian Cage with the plus two, one is using the Brian Cage with the minus two, they will diversify each other out. All right. So, um, if both are using, if one's using the original Brian Cage as the F and machine, the other's using the one from the Steel Cage deck, mm -hmm. Brian Cage, those do not cancel each other out. No, they do cancel each oh, other. Oh, they out. do cancel they each essentially, other. Okay. I'm using the same diversity rules that were used in Faction Wars for characters. Okay. So if someone was playing new Snake Pit and someone was playing original Snake Pit, those two would cancel each other out. Yes, they would. Oh, okay. Doubt when I doubt, I doubt that if new, uh, original Snake Pit is on the table, anyone would choose to play old Snake Pit. <laughs> you <laughs> you never know. A more you, inferior version of Snake Pit. <laughs> you never know, but. Mm -hmm. Since we talked about top cut a couple of times, talked about stipulations, what mm. are going to be the stipulations in the top cut? 
so the stipulations I, I like to try to deal with with the, all the different types of playstyle, um, just to make it a bit more challenging since we don't have the challenges with, with character selection. So the first round, the top 16, is going to be a, a very classic traditional steel chain match. Um, you know, it gives people the option if they want to pack a, a single steel chain in their deck, they're going to be able to start with that steel chain in their hand. They're going to have a slight hand advantage at the beginning. Uh, but the main reason that I have that steel chain stipulation is to deal with the uh, the high draw characters and the high berry characters. So with a steel chain match in the event that you would draw two or more cards, your opponent immediately gets to draw two cards. And in the event that you force your opponent to bury two or more cards, then you would have to bury two or more cards. So um, it's a it's a stipulation that's been around since I think the beginning of time, the beginning of Super Show. Um, um, I, I can tell you, having played since 2018, it it was not it was not in the game when I started playing. It's oh, there you go. Okay, yeah, it's the it's from the well because you had the first weapon series and then those stipulations came out. So mm -hmm. well, there are there steel. is the the steel chain. So steel chain, um, yeah. certainly, I mean, I I picked it up in 2019, and I know it was around when I started. Yeah, so I think it might have just have come been. into the game at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so we have the steel chain match in the in the um, top sixteen. Uh, top eight is going to be a cage match, so that's going to um, punish those characters that rely entirely on recursion. Obviously, you could build something that's high flip, and you could maybe give yourself an advantage in a in a, a steel cage match. Uh, but then you would find yourself in the semifinals, which is a ring of fire match. So if you do rely too much on flipping out your entire deck, then you're going to set yourself on fire in a ring of fire match. Um, and as with last year, the finals, uh, we had one of, I think, the, the match of the year candidates in what was the most epic main event match last year between uh, Mila Mai, uh, controlled by John Paul Verino, and uh, the Devil's Advocate, uh, controlled by Brian uh, Brian Lee, Johnny Career, uh, and that is a main event match, and that definitely was a main event last year, and we're excited to to have uh, a main event this year uh, as well. So th those yeah. are the stipulations. So it's yeah, uh, Steel Chains, a... Cage Match, Ring of Fire, Main Event. Yeah, I was going to ask Steel Cage because you hadn't said Steel yet, and I was like Table Cage, the infamous Table yeah. Cage, but no, <laughs> no, just Steel Cage. It is just steel cage, yeah. So no, no. So things that are missing from last year. We had some. We had a chance of ladder matches last year. We had a chance of table matches last year. The stipulations in top cut were randomized to some extent. Uh, this year, I decided I wanted to avoid that randomness and make sure that everyone has to go through all of those, all of those challenges, all of those difficulties. I didn't want people to be, for example, lucky enough to avoid a ring of fire or lucky enough to avoid a cage match. Because I don't want it to be luck. This is a skill-based uh, CAC. We want to make sure that the uh, the best player wins. All right. Now, I know in addition to the tournament, there's a couple of other things. I'll start with the guest. You've advertised a special guest, haven't you? Mm, yeah. We've got, we've got Sunny Days this year, who is uh, a.k.a. Dylan Freimer. Um, he is uh, the co-owner of Southern Honor Wrestling. Uh, he is the the independent wrestler Sunny Days. He's appeared on on AEW, um, and he's wrestled a lot of a lot of independent promotions. Um, so in in my mind, he's 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 right up there with Cruel, uh, who was last year's attendee, last year's special guest. Now, now, how's it going to work with him being at the Level Up CAC? 
So he is going to be, uh, he's booked uh, from, from 2 p.m. until 4 p.m., which coincides with the uh, the lunch break time that we've set aside and a time that we have set aside for featured matches as well. Um, so he's going to be with us from 2 p.m. till 4 p.m. He might arrive a little earlier. He might leave a little later. Uh, I know he is uh, wrestling that night at uh, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, which I think is a 7 o'clock start, which is, interestingly, only an hour away from, from, from our CAC, or maybe less than an hour away. Um, interestingly, you get knocked out of top cut. You could go and watch an indie wrestling promotion if you like. Uh, but yeah, Sonny's going to be joining us. Um, he is going to be... Uh, offering uh, selfies and autographs on spectacles um, and things free of charge. Um, he is going to have a merch table if you wanted to buy his merch, t-shirts, uh, photographs, you know, uh, stuff like that. And if you wanted to, to have him sign things that are his, of course, you know, you'd have to buy that thing first and he'd sign it. Uh, but the arrangement we have with him is that, you know, you can go up there, get a selfie, you can uh, get a signed spectacle, and that's not something that would cost you anything extra uh, other than your attendance. All right, so he'll be there from two to four, which I think is after the first four rounds of Swiss? That, that is correct, yeah. So we're going for um, a slightly later lunch break. Uh, so we're going for round one is 11 a.m., round two is 11.45, round three is 12.30, round four is 1.15. So round four should be wrapping up, dependent on how quick you play your game. You know, probably any time between one thirty and and two o'clock. The uh, the the sudden death bell will be going at uh, at, at five to two <laughs> um, on that round. And then, yep, Sonny's going to be there from two till four. Um, we'll also have some of our featured matches in that time window. Round five will not begin until three thirty. So it's actually uh, maybe a longer lunch break than oh. people are used to. It's, it's a solid hour and a half. Um, you know, so people are really able to uh, enjoy a little bit of downtime and uh, spend some time with people they might not have uh, seen in a while or, or very often. All right. So since we just brought up featured matches, what are the featured matches that we have so far on the card so for we the have, level of CAC? So we have some local featured matches. We have some, some national and regional. Uh, I'll mention national and regional first because they're the ones that your listeners will probably be most excited about. Sure. Um, the Mission, I understand, are going to be uh, heavily in attendance at this CAC. Um, and their protectors, the protectors of the light, um, the, the uh, Titan, the Guardian, and, uh, and Brime Light, they are the current Deep South Tag Team Champions. Um, at Southern Fried Gaming Expo, uh, the BTS FTW, uh, which is a team out of Alabama, um, they are challenging for that. They won the Southern Fried Gaming Expo um, tournament and earned their shot at the Deep South Tag Team titles. Um, I believe that's Simple Chuck and Zach Ashley. I apologize if I'm wrong there, but it is the team known as BTS FTW. And they are using the, uh, the Bullet Club um, challenges, which is Kenny Omega, I believe, and Jay White, I think. Probably should know that. I just I've just been told that it is the Bullet Club team that they're using, um, and the protectors of the light are the ECW OGs, which I again I believe is Rob Van Dam and Sabu. Um, and again, I apologize if I'm wrong because I've just been given the the, the team names because that's the interesting thing with the Deep South uh, Deep South tag team titles is that you need to use sort of known wrestling tag teams. You can't just throw together. Um, I don't know, EC3 and um, Snake Pit, because 
they don't wrestle together as a tag team. Uh, so the Deep South tag team titles is, are on the line. Uh, I also understand from the Italian Bombarder, and this was news to me last night, there is a, a fair a fair to high chance that the trios title will be on the line as well. I don't know the details of that, but uh, I understand that that is a potential booking for the for the CAC also. Interesting. Will um, that be Simple Chuck or will that be uh, John Polverino? That I think That's the it. the potential match at the CAC will depend on who wins that. <laughs> because, I mean, I mean, it will. They'd have to be there, right? <laughs> right. I mean, John Polverino has been there. He is the defending, you know. ACCW CAC champion, and it would be amazing to have him here again. But the uh, the wrath of the postal service. I mean, who knows? It who is knows? Uh, the the you know they make them they work them hard. Um. So other titles on the line. We are having a title defense of one of the newest promotions in Georgia. That is the GSCW title, the Georgia State Championship Wrestling. This is a, a great thing to have even heard about because this is Adam Britt, college boy Adam Britt, in his final graduate year, has actually started a Super Show promotion at Georgia State University, and they actually have a, a Super Show promotion. And they don't seem to do much on the main group, but they are they are promoting and they are playing the game at college college boy brit representing and he is the current champ and gm so scandalous uh, but he will defend uh, the gscw title um uh, as the grump against uh, the challenger drew karnick as stewie that's booked on the card um <clears throat> we have the accw tag team titles um being defended by the uh the protectors of the light they are double champions right now they have the accw tag team titles and the deep south tag team titles they are the treaty of friendship in the accw uh they will be challenged by accw dark which is sammy and jessica uh which is the players of john and chip uh will be challenging for those titles uh, the ACCW Tornado title, which is currently held by Down River Drew as, as the Young Bucks. It's his second reign as the, uh, the, the ACCW Tornado champions with that terrible team that he feels is, is really just not good enough. They need boosts. Uh, and the challenger in that will be Practicite using two dudes with Batitude. Um, and then we have our locals this Sunday. Um, but the uh, the ACCW Underworld, ACCW Heavyweight, and ACCW Hardcore titles will also be on the line, although we're not sure what booked matches they will be yet, because that will depend on this Sunday. So lots of titles on the line. All right. That's coming up November 4th. That's some of the things you have to look forward to November 4th. Level Up Games, Duluth, Georgia. Mm -hmm. ACCW presents the Level Up CAC $30 on sale now, supershowthegame.com. And let oh, me add one more thing that sure. I don't think we touched on, and that's for that $30, you're also getting three oh, yeah. brand new Super Show cards. These are these are not reskins. These are not alt arts. These are new cards. Um, I believe they have been spoiled, so I don't think Boss will mind me spoiling them now. Um, uh, they are sort of completing card lines that are already in existence, but they've not been... Uh, finished off yet <clears throat> the one i'm most excited for is the number 21 which causes your opponent to randomly discard a card um the the sunshine buster was the first of those it's the one that says if your opponent has 
two other submissions in play stop any submission your opponent randomly discards a card well we are getting the number 21 version of that which says that if your opponent has two strikes in play stop any strike and your opponent randomly discards a card um, we're also getting one of the the newest line which is in the uh, the strong follow-up slot we're getting the strike number 22 which simply says your technique is plus two during your turn. Um, I think that card line sort of came out earlier this summer and a few of those slots have been filled already, but we are getting the plus two technique uh, version of that card. And it has spear in the name. So hold the line, Harry's happy. Got to keep yep. making spears. More spears is always good. And then we're getting a stop at number 14. We're getting the, um, the alternate uh, both players flipper card stop. So it's going to be the, uh, the level up uh, apron driver. And it's the one that says, if, if played offensively, both players will flip a card. Uh, but it also says, if your um, grapple is higher than your opponent's grapple, stop any submission. It's essentially a DDT with that additional effect. So those cards you will get free of charge uh, with your purchase, with your ticket. Um, please do buy the uh, ticket for this event in advance. And ideally, uh, at least four or five days in advance. Uh, I don't know if, if many know exactly how the, the back office of Super Show works, but uh, when it comes to these CACs that are listed through the Super Show website, um, it's very important to the store that those uh, tickets are, are bought in advance, um, not only so that the correct amount of promos are sent to the store for distribution, uh, but also because the store will use the ticket sales through Super Show to purchase the stock that they will then sell at the event. Um, so from a mechanical point of view, it's really important that if you are definitely planning on coming to this show, um, I would say get your tickets a, a week in advance because that is going to allow the store to, to make sure they get the promos for distribution and also to get the product in that they will sell because we are going to have brand new Mr. Ray boxes with the brand new foils in. We're going to have brand new payoff packs with the brand new payoff pack foils in. Uh, there is a good stock of uh, old school one boxes still at, um, at Level Up Games and I know they'll be getting more in because those are still very popular um, random pulls. A lot of people still chasing a lot of those cards that are only in the old school one boxes. So all of those will be uh, available for sale at Level Up Games and very, uh, very competitively priced as well. We uh, in the ACCW enjoy buying our product from those stores and supporting Level Up Games and, uh, and doing that. All right, just a quick, the uh, follow-up submission is Level Up Ankle Lock. It is, Follow-up yeah. strike is Level Up Spear. Yes. Yes. All right. So, yeah. Well, very good. Thank, thank you for coming on and letting us know that. Again, if you're interested in attending, buy your tickets in advance for the November 4th ACC presents the Level Up CAC at Level Up Games in Duluth, Georgia. Thirty dollars. Supershowthegame.com. Hold um, on, Harry. Thank you. Go on. One more thing. Sorry, Michael. If all right. anyone is planning on being in the area on Friday the 3rd, there is already a very large group of us going to Southern Honor Wrestling on Friday the 3rd. Uh, we time this event also to coincide with that indie show, and it is an amazing indie show. Um, you know, it's no promises. In fact, I'm going to tell you it won't happen, but we have had Kenny Omega. We've had Chris Jericho, um, you know, at, at Southern Honor. Um, often they have surprises and attendees. Yes, There's a lot of, a uh, lot of great wrestlers there. So, uh, <laughs> do, do try and come to that show as well if you can. All right.
Well, thank you. Hold on, Harry, for being on the show. I really appreciate having you here. Thank you. That was Hold On Harry here to talk about ACCW Presents the Level Up CAC, November 4th, Level Up Games, Duluth, Georgia. You can register for the tournament on supershowthegame.com, $30 entrance fee. They are requesting, if you're going to go, try to register at least a week in advance so they have all the numbers, so they know all the spots they need, all the promo cards that Hold On Harry talked about. They know they have the right numbers to give out to everyone who's attending. I don't know if I'll be there. It's pretty doubtful at this point. I know some people locally here in Columbus will be there. I watched it last year. It looked like a good time last year. I'm pretty sure it'll be a good time this year. ACCW knows how to put on a good tournament. If you're in the area, definitely consider going to the tournament November 4th. Hold the line. Harry had to go. It's just going to be me from here on out for the rest of the show. And since we're talking about upcoming in-person events, before ACCW presents the Level Up CAC, SRG Universe will be at Sin City Con in Sharonville, Ohio, north of Cincinnati, the weekend of October 27th through October 29th. Tickets currently on sale. I believe it's $50 for all three days, just going from memory. You can check the Sin City Con website, C-I-N-C-I-T-Y-C-O-N.com. You can purchase your tickets there. There are no scheduled events for Sin City Con. I looked on there, searched SRG, searched Super Show, nothing came up. I know a number of people. From Ohio will be there. Not sure how many Kentucky players we might get. But I know I'll be there checking out the con at least one day. And I'll give you my thoughts on that on next week's show. We do have a schedule for PAX Unplugged. PAX Unplugged after the ACCW event is the next big in-person super show event that I'm aware of. December 1st, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia Convention Center. Single day badges available. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the whole weekend badges available. I think going from memory, it's $80 for all three days, $40 for most of the single days. We have a schedule of Super Show events on the PAX Unplugged website. I'm going to go through that schedule now, just Friday through Sunday. I found this by looking up schedule. On the PAX website, there's a section called Schedule. I searched both Super Show and I searched SRG. Here's the schedule that came up when I searched SRG. I'm just going to go through it in chronological order. Friday, noon, the first event, intro to Super Show. 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Learn to play Super Show with materials provided. Each player gets to play three games to learn to play Super Show. There will be prizing. It's a $10 registration fee. You will register in person at the SRG event area within the Tabletop Tournament Hall, Hall D. That's the first event. The next event, 1.15 p.m., Friday, December 1st, Super Show Sealed Event. It's scheduled for two hours from 1.15 to 3.15. You will use a sealed 
Cosmic Crusader or Marauders of the Multiverse deck to play in the tournament. Each player plays four bullet round matches. Then there will be a top cut involving a series of matches until there is only one winner. There will be prizing throughout the event. $10 registration fee. Register the same place. There's an event area in Hall D for SRG Universe. You register there. 3 p.m. Super Show Draft Event. 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Players will receive a 127 card deck. So you'll get cards 1 through 27. You'll get one newly released old school pack wave 2. So the brand new old school packs. And you'll get one random Super Show competitor. The old school pack will include a competitor and will include a 1 through 27 deck. So you have two competitors. You have two 1 through 27 decks. You will build a deck out of those materials, playing bullet rounds, and then a top cut. There will be prizing in this event. $40 registration fee. Again, you register at the event area for SRG Universe in Hall D. 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. for that. 3.15 p.m. This is a two-hour, 15-minute event. 3.15 to 5.30 this is the Steel Cage Sealed event. All players will get a sealed Steel Cage Super Show deck and they'll get a random competitor. I'm assuming this is Steel Cage deck number two. That deck comes with a Brian Cage competitor card and three finishes for that competitor. This suggests to me everyone in the tournament will have the same 1 through 27 and they will either use Brian Cage as their competitor or the random competitor they receive. There will be three rounds, a top cut, and then the event will yield one winner. There won't be any ties. There will be prizing throughout the event. $20 registration fee. Again, Hall D event area sign up is where you register for this. And then the final event for Friday, 6 p.m., Super Show Draft Event. Old School Pack Wave 2. Players will get an Old School Pack. They'll get a 1-27 through 27 deck. They'll get one random Super Show competitor. They will build a deck based out of that. They'll pick their competitor. They'll have two choices in each slot, 1-27. through 27. They'll build their deck. They'll play in a tournament. Bullet rounds. After bullet rounds, there will be a top cut. There will be prizing throughout. $40 registration fee, register in the same area in Hall D. Bullet rounds, for those who aren't familiar, at the start of the tournament, they pay everybody up. As soon as you finish, you go and report your results. They will put you in a match as quickly as they can. So you, there won't be waiting for everyone else to finish. You'll play your match. You'll go up, you'll report the results, you get paired up immediately in another match with another opponent. So there should be very little downtime between matches. You're not waiting for a Swiss round to complete. You play your match, match ends, go up report, get paired up as soon as you can, as soon as possible in the next match, and you just keep playing. Those are all of the events listed for Friday. Saturday. First event, noon, 
12 p.m. to 1 p.m., one-hour events. Learn to play Super Show. Material is provided. Each player plays three Super Show games. There will be prizing to all the participants. Registration in person at the same area in Hall D. No entry fee listed for this one. 1 p.m. Saturday. Super Show draft event. Old school pack. Just like the other old school pack events. One old school pack. One 1 through 27 card deck. One random competitor. Build a deck. Choosing one of those competitors. And using the two sets of 1 through 27 cards you have. Bullet rounds. Top cut. There will be prizing. $40 registration. Register in person at the SRG registration area in Hall D. Two hours scheduled for that, 1 to 3. 3.15 p.m., Super Show, Hardcore Event. 3.15 to 5.30. Players will draft random competitors from the Super Show Sticks, Stairs, and Chairs card pool. Each player plays a single match. Then the winners of those will be in a triad match. The winner of the triad match qualify to be, and this is what it says on the website, the first hardcore champion. I don't know if this means the first PAX Unplugged hardcore champion, if they're bringing back the LFF hardcore division, and they're going to say this is the first hardcore champion of the new division. I'm not sure. But it looks like it's going to be six-player pods here. So the six players get in the stick, stairs, and chairs. Draft pool, they draft. There'll be one kendo stick match, one ring step match, one steel chair match, and then they'll be in a sticks, stairs, and chairs match. $20 registration fee for this event. Again, register in the same area in Hall D as the other events. Finally, 6 p.m. Saturday. And this is scheduled for three and a half hours, 6 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, December 2nd. This is a constructed event. You will bring your own deck with your own entrance and spectacle cards. You play in a, as they say here, classic Super Show bullet round tournament to try and become the 2023 PAX Unplugged Super Show Champion. $10 registration fee. Register in the same place you register for all the events. This is a constructed, and so far this is the only constructed event I see listed on this schedule. That's the last event for Saturday. Sunday, two events listed for Sunday. First, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., intro to Super Show event. $10 registration fee. They provide the materials. You get to play three games. There will be prizing. Register in the registration area. 115, Super Show sealed tag team event. 115 to 3 p.m., so just under two hours for this event. Each player will receive a random competitor and a Super Show faction pack, The Family. This will be a two-player tag team event. You and a partner will play in the tournaments. $20 registration fee. Again, register Hall D, SRG Universe event registration area. And that's it. That is all of the events listed on the PAX Unplugged website. Now, I did not mention... A play pure tournament. My understanding 
was that the next Play Pure tournament would be at PAX Unplugged. This is important for me in particular because I am the Play Pure champion. I have reached out to the Play Pure GM, Jeremy Steigerwald, because I just saw this a little while ago and noticed that was not there. At the time I'm recording this, he has not gotten back to me. I don't expect him to get back to me necessarily before this goes to air because it is short notice. But hopefully he gets back to me soon and I can get this, if not on this week's show, on next week's show. But right now, there's no Play Pure tournament listed on the PAX Unplugged website. This may be something they add, and I don't know if they will add other events to PAX Unplugged. I actually hope they don't. I kind of like this setup right now. I think this is a good setup. Most of these, you'd be able to play in all of them. There is some overlap. The Steel Cage event and the Super Show draft event, the first old school pack draft event, do overlap on Friday. But the rest of these events don't overlap. So if you wanted to play in every event, you could at PAX Unplugged. That's the schedule right now, though, for PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia, December 1st through December 3rd. Six issues of Super Show the Comic Kickstarter campaign update. As of right now, as I'm recording this, after 2 p.m. on Sunday, October 22nd, we currently have $14,695 pledged by 161 backers. The dollar amount has gone down. The backer count has gone up. We're four backers away from the next backer goal. If we reach that backer goal, if there are 165 backers, it unlocks the blindside tackle promo card. The final backer goal, if the campaign hits 227 backers, all of the spotlight prints are upgraded to new competitor cards for Super Show the Game, excluding the Polly the Pigeon Pacone spotlight card. I would like to see that happen. I just don't know if that will happen. That's a lot of backers. To put that in perspective, we hit the 150 backer goal. If we increased the number of backers by 50% from that 150 number, we still don't hit that goal. That would only get us to 225 backers. So this is kind of an ask to go from 150 to 227. I don't know if it will happen. I would like to see it happen. I just don't know. Here's where we are with the other goals. The comment goal. We need 200 comments to unlock a spotlight print of the masked llama. We're at 187 comments on Kickstarter with a week to go in the campaign. I'm pretty sure we'll get that done. We only need 13 comments over the next week. We should be able to do that. 200 shares on social media to unlock a spotlight print of Polly the Pigeon Pacone. Last I looked, we're at 96. I think we'll be able to do that. I would like to see more people share the post. It's the September 26th post on the SRG Universe Facebook page. Last I looked, it was the featured post on their Facebook page. So please share that. And then the bonus goal for the new spectacle, which we now have a name for. The new spectacle is going to be either jumps on the apron or does the unspeakable. This is actually one of the ways we can help hit the comment goal. 
we have the choice of which one of these two names we want. How do we declare our choice? In the comment section of the Kickstarter campaign page, just say which one you want. If you want it to be called Jumps on the Apron, if you want it to be called Does the Unspeakable, post that. Last I looked, and I did not count this, but just from a quick glance, Jumps on the Apron was leading. If you want it to be Jumps on the Apron, go to the Kickstarter page. If you're a backer, post a comment. That's what you want it to be called. If you want it to be Does the Unspeakable, post that. Get out there. Vote. Let it be known. If all of the limited tiers sell out, we will unlock this spectacle. It will be added to all of the limited tiers. So if you pledged a limited tier, you'll get this. And it will be available as an add-on to purchase if you pledge this. Right now, here's where we are with the limited tiers. For the tier where you can get the newest issue, issue number six, the big finish, and the Super Show cards, 33 remain. For the tier where you can get all six books, plus the stretch goals, 15 remain. The cameo tiers are sold out. The half-page spotlight is sold out. The full-page spotlight is sold out. So 33 and 15, 48 pledges need to be made to unlock that final goal, which will go quite a ways to getting that 227 backer goal. I just don't know if we'll be able to receive that. It's going to be tough to unlock that special goal for the spectacle and to unlock that 227 backer goal. We should be able to get the comment goal. We should be able to get the share goal. We should be able to get the 165 backer goal. I hope we can get them. When I report on this on next week's show, it'll be the last update before the campaign closes. The campaign closes Monday morning, October 30th, 9 a.m. If you want to back this Kickstarter, you have to do so before 9 a.m. Eastern, October 30th. Otherwise, it'll be done, it'll be closed, and the goals we reached and the numbers we got, those will be the numbers, period. I didn't touch on the funding goal. The next funding goal, $16,000 pledged, unlocks the exposed opponent card. I talked about that last week. I just don't know if we're going to hit that. If we will... It's going to be because there's a last-minute surge over this last week. Hopefully anyone who's on the fence decides to commit, and we may see some of these goals get met in the last few days of the campaign. But the campaign is winding down. That's where we are with the campaign. 2023 CCC News. The last semifinal match in the 2023 Creative Competitor Competition is underway. I did end up seeing a promo video from the math guy. I did end up seeing a promo video for Captain Kiddo and a post for Captain Kiddo. I didn't see anything from Private Cuddles. Those are the three men in the match. Private Cuddles versus Captain Kiddo versus Math Guy. You could vote on Facebook, on the SRG Universe Facebook page. There's a post. You could vote on their X account, formerly known as Twitter. You could vote on Kickstarter in the comments. 
You could vote on Instagram. Same point structure as the previous match. One change. In the first match of the semifinal round, you could vote with character accounts. You could not do that in the second round. You can only vote with your own personal account on Facebook, on Twitter, X, on Instagram, on Kickstarter. That's all you can do. I have no problem with this change except that it's different than the other match. I want the rules for a round to be the same for every match in the round. If they want to do that in the future, fine. I just don't like them changing it in the middle of the round. But those were the rules for this round of the CCC. For this match in the semifinal round is what I should say. Now, I did a calculation of the points a little bit earlier. This was around 12.30. At this time, there were only 112 Facebook comments, if you want to get an idea of where that is. Here are the points that I have from Facebook, Instagram, Kickstarter, and X. For Captain Kiddo, I have Captain Kiddo with 231 points. For Private Cuddles, I have Private Cuddles with 71 points. And for Math Guy, I have Math Guy with 40 points. So right now, Captain Kiddo is way out ahead. And unless some incredible surge happens for one of the other two, I don't see one of the other two overtaking Captain Kiddo. I'm pretty confident in saying Captain Kiddo is going to win. Even if the next highest point getter gets 100 points between now as I'm recording this and the time the contest closes at 9 p.m., they would still be quite a number of points shy of even tying the leader. So I think it's going to be JAC versus Cat and Kiddo in the finals. No details yet about when the finals will be, about what the final structure will be. I assume it'll be like last year. We'll have a couple weeks to promo. They'll make a video compilation from what we provide, present that to a panel of judges. Those judges will vote. If for some reason the panel is tied, it will go to an audience vote on Twitch. You have to be a subscriber on Twitch to vote. So if you want to vote in that, be there live when it's going on. Be subscribed to Twitch. They'll put up a poll. Vote in the poll. If for some reason you can't see the poll, refresh. Do what you can. The poll only is up for about five minutes. I urge everyone to vote for JAC. I think JAC is the better character than Captain Kiddo. I think he brings more to Super Show than Captain Kiddo would bring. So I suggest you support JAC in the finals of the 2023 CCC. Those are the big stories from this week. Let's talk about some online tournaments, some featured matches, some title shots coming up in Super Show the Game. I'll start Monday with Monday Night Fights. This was a Tornado Tag Team Tournament. Eight players. Two groups. Four players per group. Each player played the other three in their group. Top two records per group. Advanced to the top cut. 
here were your top four in fourth place, playing as Welcome to Wonderland Cheshire. In third place, playing as Flipping Machines Rowdy Ron. Your finalists were the prize fighter Simon Davner as the Living Legends and the Italian Bombata as Brain Power with the winner, the Italian Bombata as Brain Power. Congratulations to Bombata for his victory. Tuesday. There was a triad championship match for the LFF triad championship. The current champion, the Meeple Craig Brett, playing as the Meeple's champion, took on challengers Piglet, playing as himself, and the Possum Kang, playing as the Runtime Terror. For most of the match, the Meeple could not win turn rolls. It was Piglet and the Possum King duking it out. He does start to make a comeback at crowd meter two. The winner. New champion representing Big Picture Premium, Piglet. Congratulations to Piglet for becoming the new LFF Triad Champion. After the match, the GM for the Triad Championship, the Cannoli, announced that the first contender for the next Triad Championship match, because there will be two, the first is the man behind El Hombre Cybernetico, Carlos Lumbre. Congratulations to him. For getting a shot. Congratulations to Piglet for becoming the new champion. Wednesday night, after Talk of the Universe, the LFF Tri State Tag Team Championship on the line. The challengers, because they went the furthest in the joint Deep South LFF Tri State Tag Team Tournaments from the LFF Tri State area, big money. This is the team of the big guy as the Pretzel Wizard and Mr. Moneymaker. As the Iron Sultan. They took on champions. Cold Candy Crush. Lay Penguin. As the Witch's Apprentice. Candyman Dan. As Fortress. This match went to crowd meter three. The winners who were dominant early. There was a comeback. But. The winners. New champions. Big money. Congratulations to Big Money. For winning. The LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. The next contenders for that championship will be the tag team of the New York Phenom and the Lord of the Dance. Thursday night. We have the SRG Bosses Thursday night fights. Chibi's off. The SRG BOWS is running. It's not a boss party beatdown. It's the boss running Thursday night fights. 18 players in his tournament. Three groups, six players per group. Each player played the other five in their group. Top two records per group advance to the top cut. So six players in the top cut. Two players get a bye into the semifinals. The remaining four play off in steel chain matches. The two winners of the steel chain matches then join the two players who got buys in the semifinals, and they play ring of fire matches. The winners of the Ring of Fire matches go on to a Steel Cage Finals. Here are your top four. First, the two semifinalists. Rowdy Ron as Lord Gareth and the New York Phenom as MVP. The finalists were Hold the Line Harry as RVD and Johnny Eldorado as the Cherry Glamazon. The winner of the Thursday night tournament Hold the Line Harry. Congratulations to Hold the Line Harry for winning Thursday night. Saturday night, we had the Deep South Championship match streamed 
on the SRG PC Twitch channel. It's a Psycho Rules match. The challenger, Harvey Lester, playing as the Power 10 version of Anastasia Morningstar. The champion, the corrugated cardboard villain, playing as the new version of EC3. The winner at Crowd Meter Zero, playing Smack with a Shovel, which bumped his 9 to an 11 and his 10 to a 12, hitting a 9 on his finish roll, so he had an 11, meaning that the champion could not kick out. And so the winner and new champion, Harvey Lester. Harvey Lester is the Deep South champion. Congratulations to him for his victory. His next opponent, the next challenger for the championship, will be C-Mac, formerly known as Prince Butters. He will be using either Candice LeRae or Unicorn Princess. It's his choice. We'll find out what he chose and when that match will be in the future. I'll give that to you when I have it. And then finally, some upcoming championship matches. Tuesday, the 24th. The LFF Tornado Tag Team Championship will be on the line. As challenger, the Italian Bombata takes on current champion, the Cannoli. Wednesday, the 25th, the LFF Trios Championship will be on the line. As Just Business's own, John Polverino takes on champion, Simple Chuck. And then finally, I reported last week that Sweet Locks won the tag team tournament at Armorcon. Because they won, they will get a shot at the LFF Tag Team Championship. Candyman Dan played as Fortress. Ryan Pierce played as Candy Mam. They will take those competitors and face the LFF Tag Team Champions, Animal Kingdom, date and time to be announced. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. There are two matches on the card for Sunday Night Fights. The opening match for the LFF Underworld Championship, the keeper, formerly known as Ms. Southern Bell, will take on champion the big guy. Afterwards, there will be a 20-man grand battle match, the winner of which will be the next contender for the LFF United States Championship, currently held by Mean Max. Now, because of the length of this match, I was not able to give you the results from Sunday Night Fights before this show was published. I have a deadline to get this show out Sunday night. I will oftentimes send it out later than I would normally like to because I want to get the results from Sunday Night Fights on the show. It just wasn't possible this week. I will give you those on next week's show. I will also give you the official results from the CCC. As of right now, I don't see a swing. I'm still predicting Captain Kiddo will join JAC in the finals, and hopefully we have a great finals match, and hopefully JAC gets it done this year and joins the LFF, joins Super Show the Geek. As far as events coming up for next week, I already talked about SimCityCon. Nothing's currently posted on SuperShowTheGame.com for online stuff, but expect Monday Night Fights, expect Thursday Night Fights, 
Expect the dojo on Tuesday, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. Oh, and one more thing. Faction Wars, Phase Zero, wrapping up. I've heard tonight, Sunday night. I've heard Monday night. But it's wrapping up in the next day at most. We'll find out who the bottom four teams are that have to play off to make Phase 1. Again, 18 teams in Phase 0. The teams that get the lowest points, the four teams that get the lowest points, they will play off to join the remaining 14 to round up 16 teams in Phase 1. With that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.